Welcome to InTech Duo with your hosts, Zach Chahey, along with Mike Pilcher. This is episode number 12, recorded on Tuesday, August 10th, 2010. Zach's on a rant. Okay, welcome to Amtech Duo. I'm Zach Shahi along with Mike Pilcher. And we talk about the tech news of the week or weeks and any tech topics that we decide we're going to talk about in depth here. And uh, I guess we'll get started here with the uh, the fact that uh, I've read for the last few weeks of <clears throat> Android's been activating 200,000 Android phones a week. Uh, that's Google Android, by the way. Sorry. Uh, activating over 200,000 Android phones a week, a day, I'm sorry, and officially has been outselling the iPhone 4 as of now, I guess at RIM from what I've read last. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say they're getting really heavy into the market here as far as uh, the domination that Tom Merritt had, had once said that was coming. It's kind of late, but they're getting there. Um, considering they've only been out for a few years now, and they're really grabbing hold of the market. So, um, with 200,000 new activations coming in a day, uh, you got to figure with all the new phones coming out. Well, that's a lot of corporate as well. You know, corporations want to use Blackberries because they got great exchange server. Well, oh, that's not Blackberry. That's Android. Hmm. Oh, okay. that's not Blackberry. That's Android. And I don't think Android's really being hit with the corporate market yet. Although maybe small business, but not corporate yet. Yeah. You have to be out there for a while, get trusted, get known, security. The you know, there's a lot to do when a company decides to go from a BlackBerry to a to another to another uh, phone system mm-hmm. like an iPhone or or an Android phone. There's a lot of variables they have to consider as far as security goes. And BlackBerry, that's that's a niche they really got sewn up right now until a company decides they need more fe- features in a phone. Mm-hmm. So BlackBerry's really got that one sewn up. So I think I don't think iPhone or Android is going to really hit the corporate market anytime soon. But um, as far as the Android phones go, I personally have been talking about the Droid X for a while now, and I yeah. finally ordered it this last uh, this last Sunday. Oh, good. Uh, through Verizon, um, <clears throat> I got I ordered it August eighth on a Sunday, and it says it'll ship by the twenty fifth. Um, so they say ship by. They don't know anything about when they go out. They just shows the warehouse pending order. But I'll tell you, um, I had two letdowns. Mm. <laughs> I went to block. I went to Best Buy, and of course, when you call all these people on the phone, nobody has these phones in stock. <laughs> yeah, this is a very popular phone. Hey, everybody. Um, but I, I went to Best Buy. And this happened twice at two different Best Buys. Once in Frederick, and one in Germantown. This, this is Maryland city, by the way. And um, I went in, I asked, just out of curiosity, just in passing, and the guy at the cell phone area asked, uh, "Do you, uh, are you interested in anything? And I said, well, yeah, what I'm interested in, you guys never have. And he said, what do you have? What are you looking for? And I, I, I had mentioned that uh, I was interested in the Droid X. And the guy said, well, I only have one. It was reserved, but I'll sell it to you because they didn't pick it up. And I got all excited we sat down, went through the whole process. He put my phone number in for the upgrade. And it turns out, because I'm doing the early upgrade, which is after one year, Verizon lets you do an early upgrade if you pay a $20 fee. Yeah. 
And uh, apparently Best Buy doesn't accept that. They will only do it on a two-year renewal. <laughs> so oh. they bu- the phone was right there. It was that almost figures. in my hand. So it was a big letdown. <laughs> but uh, I had that happen twice. Uh, the store up in Frederick, Maryland, did the same thing to me. So That's why I prefer uh, to go through the actual Verizon retailers. Well, I don't. I try not to do anything through the retailer anymore just because uh, by calling all the retailers and stopping by, the lady there basically said that they basically have no stock. They're not getting any stock. They'll order the phone for you. But mm-hmm. because the demand is so great, they just don't carry them in the store now. And I went to every store, retailer, franchise, uh, authorized retailer of these Verizon phones, but he, in three states has the actual phone in the store. They all will order it for you. So that sounds – to me, as though the corporate line has been, we will no longer keep them in the stores. You will have to order them. And I'm surprised that nobody's been talking about this, but nobody's got the stock. Yeah, before they were saying, oh, we, we're going to have more than enough Droid X's. Come on in, get them. You know, it won't be any problem. Yeah, I think this is a little trumped up anticipation because if the, if the warehouses are full of them, how come they're not, you know, yeah, they're not, why not them give out. them some of the stores? But it might be a better way of distributing them since they're so popular. Um, I can't say that they thought this was going to be um, – they were saying that they weren't expecting this, but I, I, I doubt that seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as far as I finally got my phone, sometime by the end of the month I should have it, and I will kind of give a short little review of it on the on the show after I get it and have a little time to play with it cool. and let people know what I think of it. Uh, now – my experience as far as moving from a BlackBerry to an Android phone, that's what I bring to the table, you know, how I feel the differences are, and yeah. hopefully it's great. Um, what are and, your thoughts on this new BlackBerry Touch? Well, it's called the BlackBerry Torch. Torch it's an AT&T yeah. exclusive, and uh, my personal opinion the is... The first problem is AT&T, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's a whole new uh, ball game. but yeah. my, my, my real problem with the phone is I think they had their chance. I think Storm was their big chance with the Verizon. When it came to the when it came to the Verizon network, um, they had no touchscreen phones really yeah. to speak of, except for I think uh, was it the LG Voyager, and to even call it a, a really touchscreen phone is blasphemy. It's that was crap. <laughs> um, but they had their chance with the tour, with the with the Storm. Um, people oh. got it. I got it myself. I paid full price for that phone, six hundred dollars. To get that phone, and it was it was a serious letdown. That phone was very unresponsive. It can't, yeah. It's like they pre. It's like they released the phone without doing all their homework. But you think their first entry into a touchscreen is, you know, first impression's a bad impression, and it's going to ruin it for the rest for for any other phone they come out with. I mean, is honestly, it really a one shot deal for them? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I don't. I don't see. I, I don't I think the bad impression that uh, the bad taste they left in, in consumers mouth the last time around is really going to hurt them this time hmm. um, because the press is out there now the torch is being released on on AT&T okay yeah you look at this phone this looks like a prom pre ripoff well basically uh, it has it the is. slide out keyboard um, same style slide out keyboard as the palm pre exactly there is no new uh, features on this phone that are going to wow anybody. This is the same phone 
Uh, I, I, I believe it has Wi-Fi this on is, it. Yeah, this is BlackBerry just catching up to the rest of the smartphone market. Basically, yeah. Uh, there's nothing new here they bring to the table that's going to wow anybody. There's not any new, uh, this has 3D rendering or this has, you but know. I don't think they need that. There's I, no holographic imaging of people coming out <laughs> of the phone. There's nothing that's going to wow anybody. I don't think they so. need the wow factor, though, because they are a little more targeted towards corporations. Um, yeah, that's where their this, major business is going to come from, and this is going to be a great offering for corporations that want to upgrade and get their employees a better phone. That's the key. You said it in a show right now. This phone has the touchscreen. This is catching people up, and it, it brings a level of, of that new technology to the corporate side. So if, if they weren't able to get people to let them have these newer phones on their uh, corporate network, they can say, hey, look, there's a new BlackBerry called the Torch. It has all these new features and mm-hmm. keeps our security level and gives us the access that we want. And it keeps us on the BlackBerry network. And I think that's going to give people the availability of these new this new uh, function of a phone. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I mean, let's let's stick with the with the um, the cell phone news here. Okay. Uh, something today they just released. The Droid Two is officially announced. Nice. And I just want to spout off a few of the um, the new uh, the new things on this phone here. It has 3G mobile hotspot. Allows you to connect up to five Wi-Fi devices, and what that means is basically you pay an extra fee. Okay, mm-hmm. it's going to be twenty dollars a month, and it has a two gigabyte cap. So we're not talking anything major here. We're talking you hook it up, well, get your email. Basically worthless. I mean, well, no, it's not worthless. You think about if you're traveling and. You want to be able to look at your email on your laptop instead of anything else, or you oh, yeah. want to be able to do a little bit of light surfing in a place you have no Wi-Fi, but if, where you have the Wi-Fi availability. But if you're this on a business something. trip with a couple other guys, and then they're using their laptop off of your 3G exactly. access, it's going now, to burn through it pretty quick. Just in case nobody knows exactly what this is, basically what this means is your phone is going to act like a wireless router anywhere you go. And let you connect your your uh, wireless laptop, tablet, whatever wireless device you have, and be able to hook it up to this. You're not going to be hooking up your PS3. You're not going to be hooking up your Wii and doing any gaming. Yeah. You can, but I seriously doubt you're going to get the connection you need to even do anything. And if you did, you your bill is going to be astronomical. So this is not something you're going to want to do. It capped at two gigs. So we're talking about very light email and 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 uh, web browsing. Now, something else the phone has is the new Flash player, yeah. which comes with the new Froyo 2.2 update of Android, and this phone ships with that update. So this phone will come out of the box with Froyo 2.2. Great. Has Flash, has a redesigned keyboard without that little uh, mouse, what I like to call the mouse pad uh, key on it, which was everybody hated. So the keys are... Uh, beveled up a little bit so that you actually feel them. It's not flat like the last keyboard was. Uh, we'll have swipe uh, on the screen, keyboard swipe, which means cool. you can swipe to each key without taking your finger off. Yeah, that's and, a new uh, way of doing it now. Yeah, I'll find out how I like that when I get my phone, but I have a feeling I'm not, I'm not a big, big on the swipe thing myself, but who knows? Maybe I'll try and really like it. It has corporate email support. Uh, it has a 5-megapixel camera, which takes HD-quality type pictures, according to the website, which is on the show notes, by the way. It's starting to become standard on these phones. 
Exactly. Well, yeah, you're going to see it on everything. Uh, has a 3.7 inch display. It has eight gigabytes of onboard memory. Has an eight gigabyte micro SD card pre-installed, so that basically gives you um, 16 gigs of memory, and you're able to upgrade the SD card to 32 gigabyte card, which is on the expensive side. So I, I really don't see that as a big necessary thing. 16 gigs should be quite enough. Um, with the Froyo update. Uh, before, when you when you installed a application from the Android Market Store, it would install on the onboard memory, but it would not allow you to put it on the memory card. With the Froyo update, you can do that. So all your applications can be put on the memory card, which is a really oh, nice good. feature. Yeah. And able to back up your, your information, basically. So um, you have all these new features to this phone. And, of course, uh, September 11th, online only, they're coming out with an R2-D2 edition. What's uh, that going to have? From what I could tell, from what I looked at, it's only going to be basically it's going to have pictures of R2-D2 on the back and on the front. The whole, okay. fo- the whole phone will kind of have Decal, that design. job type of thing. Okay. It almost looks like a skin wrapped around it, but it's going to be etched into the phone, I think. Um, it's going to have the whole theme and everything. You'll have to look at it, take a look at it. Um, well, I know a lot of people that will go for it just because it's Star Wars and they get exactly. Star Wars everything. And the fact that it's Lucas approved and everything. Yeah. Uh, we're talking September 11th now, and it's only going to be available online. So don't go in the store asking for this phone. They're not going to have it there, although they will be able to order it. But as you've heard me talk about in the past, I'm big on going on the telephone and ordering it. I think the experience yeah. is a lot faster, and you're going to get what you want, or going online and doing it. Because you're going to get your discount right away instead of paying more up front. You pay it on the back. You get you get it on the back. In other words, you get your discount right now. Okay. Um, just something, you know, I, I, I feel that's worth it. Um, and uh, we have a little uh, news on the situation going on in, with the uh, United Emirates as far as RIM is concerned, don't we? Um Oh, you want to go to that now, or do you yeah, want to go back? Yeah, we might as well. We're, to... talking, about, let's, let's, we're okay. talking about cell phone news. Let's get into it. Um... Well, you know, the, the big story this past week on is the UAE, a couple other countries in that area, uh, are having problems with Blackberries. They're, gonna, they're wanting to ban some of the services that Blackberry has. Um, in the case of the United Arab Emirates, um, they want to have access to people's information, call logs, and that kind of thing which BlackBerry is unable to give because of the way they have the phone secure. they got uh, private key encryption on the phones, which means they don't have the key to the encryption. Each individual phone has its own encrypted key, and there's not a universal one BlackBerry can use to tap in and get that information. A while back, there was an assassination attempt on an official over there, um, and the plotters, the people involved, used BlackBerries to coordinate um, their attack and whatnot and so the government needed to get the information to, to help prosecute these people unfortunately they were you know blackberry was unable to give that information because of the way everything's encrypted and the country's pushing that force blackberry to make it available make it so that they are able to access that information which they have done before blackberry has made concessions i believe in russia putting well servers- they're they're making concessions already. I mean, right yeah. now it says that uh, BlackBerry messaging service in Saudi Arabia was shut down on August 5th. Yeah. But the, after a short period, they brought it back up again. The, so. the Saudi Arabia side of it is, is it? I think it's a cultural thing over there with the messaging and um, how it's allowing um, fraternization with uh, teens and younger 
adults. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, because, it's yeah, it's a bunch of things. The, the, it's more they're claiming it's more on the the terrorist and well, yeah, messaging. There's a lot of that too. Their big thing, yeah. I uh, said so Bloomberg is reporting that Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia is allowing RIM and wireless providers to continue providing BlackBerry messaging services to customers, and it's not communicated another deadline for compliance. As, as their article reads, the fact that there is no new deadline indicates that they're close to a solution. In the Communications and Information Technology Commission, yeah. the country's telecommunication regular, regulator has had it said it wants a system in place that will allow to monitor BlackBerry communications in order to prevent terrorism and national security yeah. threats. And, so and basically, they're working. Do it. It, it's a you know, it's just like Google and China. They're going to have to make their concessions so they can stay active over there. They're, they're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, I really don't see that being a big issue. They're going to do something to keep these countries happy. It's a big, it's a big market. Yeah. So they don't want to burn their bridges, but uh, we'll see. Um, some news I'm, I'm really happy to, <laughs> to talk about right now is the fact uh, this, the, the we have some blockbuster and some Netflix uh, news. Uh, let's okay. talk about the blockbuster thing, the news first, as far as they are adding game rentals to their arsenal. Didn't they already uh, have game rentals in stores? I swear. I've no, it was a separate deal they were doing a while back, I believe. But now they're just adding it to their to their movies. Um, basically, if you you have the service, you can get games now along with the the movies. Oh, so this is kind of okay. Just to clarify, this is their in mail service because they've they've had game rentals in store, but they haven't had it for their uh, mail service. You know, kind of their service that's competing with Netflix. Exactly. So, I mean, it even says they're cutting back on their movie purchases. Um, not sure if that just means streaming or altogether, because I know Blockbuster's hurting right now. Uh, but they keep getting these lifelines as far as um, service providers go. But Netflix, when they cut back on new movies, they yeah. only did that to help the streaming service, which well, is the way it, the future anyway. It seems Blockbuster's scaling back on their retail stores. You know, they, they've got this online thing that they've been doing for a little while now. And now they're moving into the domain of Redbox, where they've got their, you know, street oh, yeah. corner machines. Their uh, Blockbuster Express is what they're <clears> calling them, where you can pick up DVDs for a dollar a day, just like with Redbox. Well, yeah. If you go, if you go into, uh, we went to Safeway last week for our groceries, and right, it used to be Redbox. That machine's gone, and now it's a Blockbuster machine there instead. Oh wow! <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, they replaced the Redbox Red out. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Blockbuster's probably paying some kind of a premium rental spot. So, but it, according to this to this article, Xbox, PlayStation, and Wii games are going to be added to it. So you're going to have all three platforms to to pick from. So this might be one of those deal breakers for a lot of people that want to do games too. So mm-hmm. we'll see. And it's it says no extra charge for game rentals. It says you can rent Xbox, Xbox 360, PS2, PS3, and Wii games. Mm-hmm. You can rent any combinations of movies and games with no restrictions. So, no due dates, no late fees, and you can return games and movies by mail or at a particular any participating store. So that's that's kind of a nice feature there, being able to take it back to a store. Yeah, it's but a let's remember kind of a thing where it's there. A lot of the stores have closed down. Yeah, they're competing <laughs> with Netflix, and now they're throwing competition to, at Gamefly. Yeah, so I can tell you that, though, this might be that what they need to kind of get a little bit more market share in this area. I mean, yeah. it gives a little bit of something for everybody. The parents get the movies, the kids get the games. 
Um, and I didn't see a price, but um, you you follow the link, you can you can check the prices. I'm not really sure what they're charging right now, um, but I mean that goes along with Netflix. And mm-hmm. They've cut a deal here. Um, this is so great news. <laughs> oh yeah, this is great news as far as I'm concerned. I I really can't wait for this, but. Starting September 1st, Netflix has cut a deal to add Epics to its official lineup, which basically means that the whole libra- that the library of Paramount, MGM, and Lionsgate movies will now be put into streaming service on Netflix's streaming service, which they've been getting a little stale as far as some of their, their stuff online. Mm-hmm. But this is going to add uh, a, a variety of new things to their to the uh, library. You're, I mean, we're talking Paramount, MGM, Lionsgate. These are a lot of movies, and just to name a few here, the first movies covered by the new deal arriving September first. It says likely we'll have flicks from Star Trek, James Bond, and Indiana Jones series. Now that's just to name a few, but yeah. we're talking all the we're talking new material here. You okay. can see newer movies. 90 days after they've come to DVD. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking uh, quite a quite a library here. <clears throat> so, um, just uh, some of the things from the press release. Um, it said Netflix today announced the agreement through which Netflix members can instantly watch an array of new releases and library titles from Epic's streamed over the internet from Netflix. Movies from the multi-year deal will begin streaming from Netflix on September 1st and include movies from Paramount, Lionsgate, and MGM. So they apparently, um, over the next five years, it sounds like the article claimed that they paid almost a billion dollars for the license. Wow. So uh, for that kind of money, I'm hoping that we're really going to see some new material content. I really hope it updates somewhere in the... TV section too, so, but I'm excited about it. It's really going to bring us some new fresh content. To yeah, I'm the starting area. to run out of things to watch and to play it now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's getting kind of stale. <laughs> but I'm having hey, to go I'm, back in I'm time to about. '80s movies and stuff right now. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. So I mean, it's going to bring us some new content, and we'll see. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm excited about it, but we'll have to see what comes September 1st. So if you've got Netflix Netflix streaming, you're definitely going to want to look into that. Yeah. So, Mr. Mike, uh, let's, uh, let's see here. Uh, what's the South Koreans up to? Yeah, now we're going to get into a bunch of Google news here. Um, <laughs> apparently, earlier today in South Korea, authorities raided Google's uh, South Korean headquarters. Um, they just Google has just launched their Street View in South Korea, and authorities were checking to make sure that Google's not breaking any laws with Street View. Because, you know, there's been a lot of controversy with Street View in the past of... Uh, in other country, countries, yeah. Yeah, countries, other countries like China. And the U.S., too. Yeah, China uh-huh. wanted Google to take pictures at a lower level so that they could have... You couldn't see over walls and you couldn't see people hanging clothes out on lines and stuff like that so they'd look good during the Olympics. Oh, sure. And then there's all sorts of privacy issues involved. People don't want their pictures up. and Now, of course, people have to remember that... Um, when you do business in another country, you got to remember their laws are much different from ours. Mm-hmm. Google basically had free reign to do whatever they want in this country because of our laws. Uh, privacy is such a gray area. They don't really give any people the, the veil of protection. Um, basically, 
if you're naked and you leave your window curtains open and, and Google takes a shot of it, guess what? There's not a thing you can do about it. Well, in this country, and there was, you know, not to go off topic too much, but a while back there was a guy that was arrested for walking around naked in his house. A woman looked through his window, saw him, and then called the cops for Yeah, I think exposure. we even talked about that on one of the shows. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what nuts. I'm talking about. <laughs> so you, you have to use a little common sense. Um, yeah. Basically, though, I mean, there's people in this country that have sued Google basically saying we didn't like the fact that they took a picture showing up our driveway to our house. Yeah. You can't do anything about it. That's public domain. So uh, that's one of the reasons why Google street maps and, and uh, street uh, turn-by-turn direction service works so well is mm-hmm. because they have all these pictures, and it's public domain. It, it benefits everybody. Yeah. But – if you make a reasonable request to Google and you don't like the image and there's something private you don't want on there, they can blur it out. They can take it off of there. It just depends on how good your request is. And that's what's being done in Germany. Um, but now there's a difference, though, that that's their law. Well, so yeah, well, there's not really too much they can do about it. In a way, yeah, uh, Google's complying to German law by offering Germans that don't want to be on Street View to opt out of it. So they don't really go into detail about how they're going to go about it, but my guess is, you know, the person's home or location, whatever, will be blurred out. Exactly. I doubt it'll be missing because you can see Google Street View as a continuous stream kind of thing. Well, well, yeah, we'll see how it plays out here in the next few weeks. I'm sure we're going to hear more about this because you've got you know, Germans being able to opt out of certain things. Yeah. Um, you got Korea having issues with it. A lot of countries have issues with uh, not really them taking the pictures. It's just what they're willing to put, what they want online in the cloud. They don't want certain things. And a lot of it's their morals are different in other countries. And there's things they don't want people seeing. And you, you really can't say that's wrong. That's just their way of doing things. Yeah. Um, there's some things that people don't want you to see. <clears throat> now, uh, Google is also looking into whether... You know, they're kind of re-looking at their whole evil, we're not evil stance as far as whether they're willing to ser- mm-hmm. uh, sell people's user data. Um, if you go into the Gizmodo article we have on the show notes, you can see some of the statements down below that people have made. Um, there are a lot of people that have basically stated they're not really having a problem with this. I don't, I'm one of the people that doesn't have a problem with it either. Um, Google has given a lot of free services to people. And they do that because they make money on search. Mm-hmm. And for them to sell my data to a, a advertising company based on what I've looked for under Google, I really don't care. I mean, I really don't see how that's a big deal. They're not selling my social security number. They're not so. They're not selling well, my home address. We're not talking about private data. Uh, I'll tell you where it becomes a big deal. Okay. Um, okay, go ahead. Because yeah, they're going to sell this stuff to companies that are going to have targeted ads for you. So if, say, for instance, somebody goes to a porn site, well, they only did it once or they do it frequently, but they try to keep it from their kids or their wife or whoever knowing about it. And then all of a sudden you're online searching around and there's all these ads for porn sites. Well, that's their, that's their problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's put it this way. Your searches uh, are, are, you know, that information you may want to keep private, and a lot of people are going to want to keep that information well, private. Well, you know, there's a, this, there's a way of looking at this, though. Number one, all browsers have a private feature that allows you to search in private. So if you don't use that feature, 
well, what do you expect? I mean, it's going to be it's going to be found out. But number two, you have to be signed into Google. Your account, you personally have to yeah. be signed in for them to know it's you. So if you just sign out and do what you want to do that way, they're never going to know. Um, so it's it's these are your if if you're signed into Google, mm-hmm. they want to use your search data and sell it to advertisers. So they can make a little more profit. I don't see a problem with that. I really don't. And but you a lot have of to be signed don't in, sign out, which means you're using Google services anyway. Yeah. So if you're using their services, then why not let them use a little bit of your search information so they can make a little more coin? I don't see the problem with there, that. There's going to be a lot of controversy enterprise. over this. What's that? There's going to be a lot of controversy over this. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. Because there's I a really... lot of people that forget to sign out or are too lazy to, and they're going to well, end up doing that, that. That's my, my thing is don't use it then. Um, I, I mean, I really have a hard time seeing why people would have an issue with this because they're giving you a lot in return. I mean, that, you're obviously using the service if you're, if you're signed in. It's kind you're of a bad using argument, Android. though. You know? <laughs> oh, What's if you that? Got, if you got nothing to hide, then, hey, let them do a strip search on you, you know? Well, then see it. it. Well, like we said before, sign out. It's like TV. You don't like what's on? Find a different station. Well, mm-hmm. it's the same thing with Google. You don't want them knowing what you're doing? Sign out. It's real simple. They know They know nothing then. They don't have any way of knowing it's you once but you sign out. Crudely, so just sign out. Google's got you by the nuts here. What's that? It, to put it crudely, Google's got you by the nuts. If you, eh, you know, I, don't, I, I guess this is where we're going to have to agree Go- to disagree. <laughs> well, I mean, Google is everywhere. You can't help but use Google a lot of the times. Well, sure. And sure. there's nothing here that says that if you're signed out that they can't track that too you think apple's not doing any of this i mean this is nothing different than any other company would do in fact other companies have done it for a long time in the past microsoft does the same thing everybody does the same thing this is no different than anybody else okay so everybody jumps off the bridge only they control their (laughs) environment so i don't know i don't really don't see that this is a bad thing i really don't but uh, I guess it's up to the individual looking at it, uh, and we'll have to decide for themselves. But moving on, they, they had well. Let's let's. I, and one last little thing on this. Okay. Uh, they it's not like they're doing it yet. They haven't done it yet. They're in the decision making process of whether they want to do it or not. So once you hear more about this, you're definitely going to see more on this, and you're going to hear us talking more about this. But right now, it's just in the development stage. Let's say okay. so. We'll keep up the date. What's going on with it, and let you know. But um, I guess let's talk about two of the games. I want to talk about two games. One game that's coming out, uh, I believe it, what is it, uh, today? Today? Or, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's today, Madden 2011. Now, I play casual a little bit. Um, actually, somebody's given me ne- uh, the previous years, which yeah, is I'm nice. Yeah, I'm not much of a sports uh, fan or play sports yeah. games or anything, but okay. <laughs> My brother's a big fan of Madden. I'm sure he'll be getting this one, so maybe I can get his opinion on it. But everybody who's interested in the new Madden game, 2011, I hear there's a lot of new uh, updates to this game. We'll have to see. You can go ahead to the link on our show notes and take a look on our blog spot. But it's out It's out today officially, the new, Gat, the new Madden game. And the one that I'm looking forward to, which comes out uh, on the 24th of this month, uh, August 24th, is Mafia 2. And I went ahead and looked at some of the game trailers and some of the some of the new uh, AI that's involved, and it's supposed to be pretty revolutionary. As far what as what kind of game is this? Is this akin to? Uh... This is kind of like uh, let's see, Godfather Two. This is like has like an open sandbox uh, area. Think about uh, 
Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto only with Mafia. Okay. Think about it like kind of like it's kind of like a takeoff of Godfather. It's really really cool. I mean, you basically driving uh, the old cars around. You're driving uh, using the old guns and everything. Uh, improved sound, improved AI. Um, the okay. the I don't know uh, the artwork that they used plus the mechanics of the game play really well. I played the first one on PC. And but if you look at the videos for this game, looks amazing as far as the graphics go. Um, they've really took a lot of time on this game. Uh, I can't tell you whether there's a multiplayer to speak of. If there is, I can't. I don't know. I've never been a big fan. Like Red Dead Redemption's um, a multiplayer. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. It's just running around shooting people with the old West guns. It's not. It's well, not I hear really... it's an awesome game. You know. It's, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. a Western so... version of Grand Theft Auto. It... Grand Theft yeah, Auto the, rocks. Well, the open sandbox games are really fun. And when I say open sandbox, that means that there's a option just to run around in yeah. the world and just do a bunch of side missions that make the game unbelievably long, which is great because you want, you want uh, to get your money's worth. Yeah. Um, when you beat these games in a day or two, it sucks. So when you have an open environment, open sandbox environment, basically you can drive around and do whatever you want, and which is really cool. It gives you the ability to have a little fun with the game if you just want to mess around a little bit, like mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto, where you can listen to music and just drive around the city. It's yeah. kind of neat. And take on random little missions here and there and really not have to follow the storyline immediately. Exactly. So, you know, uh, Moff- uh, Madden is open for all platforms. Uh, I believe there even there's even an of iPad. Course, that, of course, that's a game. huge moneymaker for EA. Oh, yeah. It's an unbelievably big franchise. Now, Mafia 2 is coming out August 24th, so you definitely want to check it out. The Madden game came out today. Um and let's see some of the some of the other stuff I wanted to talk about. Um, me getting my new phone, getting rid of some of my old games, and my old camera. There's a there's a service called Gazelle. Now they are no way affiliated with us. They don't contribute anything to the show. They're they're not a uh, they're not like a, an advertiser. That's, that's yeah, they're not a sponsor. But I'm trying the service today, so I'm going to report back within a week or two and let you know how it went. Um, I'm getting rid of my wife's old LG. Envy, uh, LG Envy Touch. I think it's a Envy. It's a touch phone. It's LG. And they're giving me like $40, $30 for it, something like that. And getting rid of some PS3 games and my old camcorder I don't use anymore. I have a newer one. And basically getting like $100, $130, somewhere in that range, depending on what they feel the stuff is worth. But they sell your old electronics. Really kind of neat. They can recycle old stuff as well. They can donate it. You can get um, PayPal credit. You can get a check sent to you. Um, they pay for the shipping. So they'll either, like if it's, let's say it's a cell phone, they can ship a box to you. And you can send it in in the box. Or they'll you can print out a printing label for UPS or FedEx, I believe. Hmm. And then you put it in your own box and send it in. So it's a it's a pretty cool service. And I'm, that's basically how I'm coming up with some of the money to pay for my Droid X. You just get rid of some of my old junk. And as long as it's in really good condition. You know, I take care of my hardware. So we'll, we'll see what kind of pricing they give me. I've read some negative on it. Um, which is why I'm not sending my BlackBerry tour in yet. But no, apparently okay. they will give me about $85 for my tour. So like I said, I'm, I'm going to wait on that one until my, my Droid X comes in. I'm looking through, seeing if I can get some money for some old stuff. but uh... You have to be honest, though. I mean, oh, uh, I what they ask you a few simple questions, nothing big. And Even if I can um, get a couple of dollars for like my old NES or Super NES, but yeah, uh, all they have well, available is just recycle it. They don't give you any money. 
and you'll get money for that because of the nostalgic if you go say like on eBay. Yeah. Now, let's remember, you got to put down what your honest opinion is as far as the condition. Mm-hmm. You got some deep scratches, it's not in good condition, okay? You have to put fair or poor. Yeah. It's going to bring the money quality uh, the money they're going to give you is going to be lower. Yeah. But you have to be honest. You can't assume they're going to give you top dollar an for a phone that's all broken, Yeah, an iPhone with a broken screen isn't going to get you much. <laughs> exactly. So you definitely got to be honest with yourself. See what it is. And if you don't like what they offer you, if they lowball you or they could offer you more, uh, if you don't want to accept it, they'll send the stuff back to you. Mm-hmm. So, But uh, you know, that, I'm just testing the whole process out. So I'll let you know basically how it goes and – one of the other services I wanted to talk about this week was a service called SquareUp, which is a credit card service processor. And now most people don't understand how that works, but this is something that's out there for the everyday consumer as well, especially if you have a small business. And now I do a computer repair business on the side, and I'm looking to get a credit card processor. And I don't want to get into it too heavy, but it basically on Android and iPhones and even the iPad uh, – they once you have an, you download the application on the App Store, and it'll you they send you a little I don't know maybe about a quarter size it's about the size of a quarter it's a little uh, wow, card scraper that you plug into your audio jack of your phone uses the Wi-Fi or uses because it'll work on an iTouch too and now it basically you go over the air and somebody can swipe their credit card after you've done your transaction. It allows them to sign with their finger on the touchscreen, which is really cool, I think. And basically, that way you've swiped the card, touchscreen, and it'll go into your bank account. Um, the it's such a it's, it looks like a really good service if you go to the website, which again yeah. on the show notes. I'd kind of like uh, to see a better looking little dongle to swipe the card, but okay. Well, you're not gonna you want to keep it kind of compact for what you're doing, especially yeah. what you're using it on. Well, I mean, it, but, yeah, it's just a little quarter inch square thing. If you go on YouTube, you can see better videos of it. Mm-hmm. Kevin Rose even does one from Dig and Dig Nation podcast. Uh, he's one of the investors too, so he really he this guy doesn't invest in things he doesn't believe in. So uh, that's why I have some faith in the product. And they had some they had some issues here in the last few months. Apparently, people not getting the dongles to do the cards work, card uh-huh. swipes, and um, getting some better investment in underwriting for the credit service. Yeah, the dongle but just kinda... looks cheap to me. I, I think if it was something that was... Well, they had, to, they had to send a... If you go on there, the CEO has a note on there basically saying they had to go uh, overseas and basically they had to short, get the process started again because they're, they basically were not getting enough of them manufactured and they weren't able to send them out to people. I'd and just like a lot to see a better were... look to them, you know, something that will take up like the bottom of the phone and be... Well, but you got to understand, kind of they've got to make this thing so it'll plug into an audio jack, and the audio jacks yeah. are in different places depending on the phone. Which is why so I think they should offer So if you make this versions. thing too form-fitting, it's not going to fit the phone. So That's they're trying we're... to keep it cheap. Remember, this yeah. thing doesn't cost you anything. It's it's free. They I send know. it to you as part of the service. There's no fees, no setup fees, no nothing. So they're giving this thing to you. So you don't, you're not going to expect top dollar, you know. It's only going to yeah. be enough to swipe the credit card. It's not going to be anything else. So, this is something that I'm looking forward to trying, but I have to wait till I get my Droid to put the application on to even sign up for the service. You can't even do it online yet. So, but um, not to get too deep into it, but that's a service that I'll get back to you, let you know how it's going. But I guess we've uh, that's basically the topics we're going to we're going to talk about this week. Yeah, we've exhausted our topics. Uh... 
this is about the longest running episode we've had. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, go ahead and uh, check out the links on our blog. And and I'll be sure to talk more next week because I didn't talk much this week. <laughs> but, sorry, hey, I that's okay. run all of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, we'll get back to you and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks for listening to the show. Follow us on Twitter at InTechDuo. If you'd like to be a guest on our show or if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, then feel free to send us an email at InTechDuo at gmail.com. To find out more about us or to view our show notes on this episode, then visit us at our website at intechduo.blogspot.com.